0: eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. So today I want to talk about something that I think a lot of people out there are struggling with, or should I say I don't think I know. I've heard people talk about struggling with this. It's something that I personally have struggled with too, and if you're someone who has you know, been very passionate about climate change and the environment, chances are you have struggled with this or you might be struggling with it currently. So with the latest IPCC report that came out and a lot of news headlines that are, you know, just pretty much blasting how doomed we are when it comes to climate change and global warming, a lot of people today are experiencing what we know as eco-anxiety also things like eco-guilt, eco-doomism, like all across the board there are just so many negative emotions right now when it comes to the environment and especially like again with all the scientific evidence coming out that shows you know how bad we've let climate change get and the predictions for the future. So today I'm going to be talking about tips that will help you ease eco-anxiety. Now again, I know it can be very hard, and this is a little bit different, like especially if you're someone who's lived through the long-term effects of climate change, like if you're someone who has been through the rough wildfires or hurricanes or displacement due to climate change, obviously your anxiety is going to be a lot more heightened than the average person's. But even if you've just read the headlines from afar about climate change and you haven't really had to live up close and personal with some of its long-term side effects, there's a really good chance that you have dealt with eco-anxiety too. It's literally just the feeling, the negative feelings that come up, like the feelings of helplessness and fear when it comes to global warming. So I have five tips that really help me ease eco-anxiety for myself, and I think that they could help other people out there too. So I'm just going to dive right in. Tip number one is to recognize that you are not solely to blame. The weight of climate change does not fall on your shoulders. I know especially with the media we can get really really caught up with placing blame on like people who use plastic and people who go get takeout and you know people who still get straws at Starbucks or you know plastic bags at the store whatever it is there's a lot of guilt tripping when it comes to eco-friendly living and that's something that I really try to stay away from on my podcast I always focus on you know progress over perfection and making one small change at a time not stressing yourself out by trying to do everything but again really there's a lot of guilt that goes on when it comes to even looking into eco-friendly living I think a lot of people are under the impression that unless they go completely zero waste and vegan and all of this other stuff that nothing they do will make a difference and it really just makes you feel guilty about climate change and that feeling alone makes eco-anxiety like 20 times worse So, when you realize that it is not you who's to blame for climate change and that you do not need to feel guilty for anything, that helps, at least personally for me, that helps me. I've said this a few different times in the podcast, but in case you haven't heard it yet, 100 companies are responsible for 71% of global greenhouse gas emissions. So 100 companies are literally responsible for almost three quarters of all of the greenhouse gas emissions that are produced globally. So unless you're one of those 100 companies, unless you're like the CEO of one of the mentioned 100 companies, you are not to blame for this. This does not fall on your shoulders. Another thing that might make you feel a little bit better is that carbon emissions of the top 1% richest people in the world are greater than the poorest half of the world. So like the top 1% contribute more to global warming than the bottom 50% when it comes to wealth per individual. So chances are, if you're someone that's listening to my podcast, you 100% are not to blame for climate change. So please don't let that drive your ego anxiety, thinking that, you know, you're the reason that, you know, the world is burning because you're getting plastic bags, because 100% you are not. So right now, take a deep breath and just let that float right on into the sunset. The second tip to help with eco-anxiety is to take a stance on it. I think a lot of people let eco-anxiety freeze them and they see these headlines, they read all these news articles, and it's so scary that they just put up a wall and they shut down and they just try not to think about it, right? Like they move it to the back of their minds and you know, oh, if I don't acknowledge it, then it, you know, it doesn't exist. And in my opinion, that makes it even worse because it's just always looming there in the back of your head. So really like take a stance against climate change and make some noise, you know, share with your friends and family, share on social media, you know, whatever you do that makes you feel like you're doing something productive in terms of getting the word out there about climate change. Tip number three is something that this entire podcast is pretty much based around, but it also really, really helps me when it comes to eco-anxiety, and that's making small eco-friendly changes in your life. In my opinion, I know that like switching to reusable bags alone is not going to stop global warming, right? A lot of people use that argument. They're like, well, you know, it doesn't matter if you do this, this, and this. It doesn't make a difference in the long run, and I don't really, you know, people can think that if they want to, but... For me personally, making these small changes in my life, even if in the grand scheme of every single person throwing all this stuff away, if it doesn't make that huge of a difference, to me, it makes a difference. And to me, it makes me feel better. And it makes me feel like I am doing something positive to reduce my waste and reduce my overall environmental impact. So if you're like me and it makes you feel positive about the environment, it makes you feel good knowing that you're doing something that will make a difference, even if it's just the slightest bit of difference, get out there and make those small eco-friendly changes. Because for me, this is probably the most important part of easing my eco-anxiety is doing things that I can do on an individual level that really help me feel empowered in my eco-friendly ways. And if this is the first episode you're listening to by me, just go through all of my other episodes because I have so many Tips that will help you live eco-friendly by making small changes in your life. There are so many different things that you can do that will help you feel empowered and like you're on the right track when it comes to eco-friendly living. So the fourth tip that I have is to connect with like-minded individuals, whether that is finding a local climate change justice group in your area that's like local to you that you can go meet up with, or if it's joining a Facebook group online or, you know, whatever that looks like for you, find a community of other people that are also passionate about the environment and you know trying to make a difference when it comes to climate change and their environmental impact and connecting with those like-minded individuals really gives you this sense of community and at least for me it's been a very powerful tool in easing my eco-anxiety and the last tip that I have is to get out in your community and do something positive for the environment for example, you know, hosting a trash pickup in your neighborhood, you know, trying to help at a community garden, or if you don't have one, figuring out if you can make a local community garden. Just something that lets you connect with the people in your neighborhood, in your community, and doing something for the environment. So all five of these tips are things that can help you reduce your eco-anxiety and this just overwhelmingly negative feelings that come up when you think of climate change. Also if you're listening to this and you need a little bit more of a pep talk just you know that will help you get out of this eco-anxiety go listen to episode 30 and it's where I talk all about the importance of keeping a positive mindset when it comes to eco-friendly living but all in all the overall message that I want to give if you're listening to this and you have a lot of fear that comes up when you think of climate change you know take these five tips But also, again, just realize that it doesn't fall on your shoulders. And let that weight, you know, let it drop, you know, on the floor. Let it float back up in the sky. Whatever helps you vision, you know, letting this not be on you anymore. Because it really is not on you. And again, overall, with when it comes to the climate change movement and the eco-friendly living movement, It's so much better to come from this place of love and positivity rather than fear and hopelessness. So I think a lot of people get stuck in this, you know, overarching feeling of fear and doom when it comes to climate change. And they let that fuel all of their actions, every step that they take, every eco-friendly swap that they do in their lives, in their home. You know, it's not coming from this place of love and excitement to do something good for the environment. It's coming from the negative feelings that come up when you think about climate change and, oh, I have to do this, otherwise the world's going to burn. And all in all, living in that place of fear is not healthy and it's not productive and I know it's really easy to say that like when it comes to anything with anxiety you know it's easy to say like oh just don't do it I know how hard it is and I know that it's not as easy as oh just don't let yourself do that anymore but like really just try to shift your mentality when it comes to the environment don't think of it as you know, oh, the whole world is ending and, you know, we're going to, the, the oceans are going to rise and ev- this, all this stuff is going to happen. Like, don't let those thoughts pile up. Just think of it as, you know, we need to protect our earth. We need to do better for the environment. We want to do whatever it takes to keep our earth healthy and clean and in the best shape possible. Because when you're operating from that place of love and positivity, it's so much more powerful and just overall, every change that you make in your life, every sustainable swap that you buy, when you come from this place of positivity versus fear, it's, in my opinion, it's such a better experience and it makes the whole thing so much more lighthearted and enjoyable. And I'm not saying don't take it seriously. Obviously, climate change is a huge issue, and we should be taking it very seriously. But again, if you're not the head of one of those 100 companies that's, you know, responsible for 71% of greenhouse gas emissions, then you don't, like, you know, you don't really need to take it that seriously. You don't need to live by all of these super strict rules, you don't need to, you know, be super hard on yourself when it comes to this, because in the reality, it's not your fault. So yeah, I hope that this helps you a little bit. I hope that you take the five tips that I gave you and apply at least some of them into your lives, especially if you are actively experiencing eco-anxiety. I hope that you can take these and apply them to your life, and I really hope that they make a positive difference for you. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. If you're trying to make sustainable changes in your life, but you don't really know where to start or you don't know what your next step should be, go and get my Unrooted Living Guide. It's completely free and it's just a bunch of tips that I have for getting started with eco-friendly living and some of my favorite sustainable swaps. Again, it's completely free. It takes like two seconds to sign up, so go to unrootedmama.com slash guide and you can get that for free today thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the unrooted mama podcast and until next time